Hey everybody, welcome to Pedestal. Today we have a little bit of a, a quirky message. It's kind of scatterbrained, kind of all over the place, but it's mainly just talking about what God has really been teaching me and doing in my life over this past week or so, and just kind of a vent session about how amazing God is with lessons scattered and kind of shotgunned throughout throughout the message. So I'm super excited about it because it's different and it's, it's, it's again, a little quirky, but I, I know that God's going to still use this in, amazing, in an amazing and powerful way because this is what he's led me to do this week. So yeah, uh, if this is your first time listening to Pedestal, welcome, welcome, welcome. Again, it's a little quirky, so uh, check out the other episodes if you want to see kind of a more standard version, but maybe God leads us in this way. Who knows? Um, but welcome to Pedestal. Pedestal is a community of people who understand that though each human is a beautifully crafted piece of art, we are not the greatest artwork in the museum. In fact, our cracks and fractures are not even worthy of display, yet we are still valuable. Our value, however, is found in elevating the perfect artwork in order to glorify the master artist, our creator. So we get to serve our life as the pedestal, elevating Jesus high above all things. So, welcome. All right, so I'm kind of all over the place today. I feel like God is teaching me a million and five things, (laughs) and in doing so... um, I'm just so scattered, scatterbrained right now. Um, but it's a good thing. It's not like I'm I'm confused or worried or or anything like that. It's that there's so much growth I feel happening, um, and so much truth and new truth getting implanted into my brain that I'm excited and hopeful about it. So, um, yeah, man. So let's just kind of dive on in here and just talk. I don't really know what I'm going to talk about at all right now. Zero, zero knowledge of what that's going to be and what's going to come out. But I, I love that, and I know that the Spirit's going to move here. Um, so let's just talk. Man, this week has been pretty amazing. And as, as crazy as the previous week was, this week's been really amazing. God has, um, has really strengthened me in a lot of a lot of areas. He's given me a lot of people in my life who have um, kind of reached out to me and asked me some questions, some some deep questions um, that has, has allowed me to do some some kind of teaching and leadership, which I have been craving since being a stay-at-home dad. It is a difficult thing for me to just not be not be teaching and not be. Uh, leading in some way, shape, or form. That's something that I feel uh, God's gifted me with and, and uh, given me a passion for. And so not being in FCA or in one of these ministries that I've been in has been really kind of tough, to be honest. And so like, I, I feel like this week there's been quite a few people reach out to me and ask me uh, or, and ask for some assistance and ask for some guidance and ask for some support. And so that's just been really, really refreshing, to be honest, because I've been using this podcast as that, which has been really great. It's really good to get these thoughts out there and and these um, ideas out there. But at the same time, there's nothing like that individual, personal uh, guidance and growth and teaching. There's nothing like it because it's it's so uh, tailored to a specific 
person in a specific incident, uh, instance and incident like that. I just love it. So yeah. And that's part of the reason that I want pedestal to be a community. I want this to be a community of people who are talking on Facebook and who are talking on the chat and where, where, uh, on your podcast app that you're listening to or whatever, like that's what I hope because then I can give some feedback, but then we can see other people use their gifts in the same way. Other people who have gifts of teaching, gifts of leadership, gifts of encouragement, whatever it may be, we can see people kind of feed into that. And and there's people who also have a gift of teaching uh, as I do that I, I believe that I do, but who are gifted in different ways, who can reach different populations and different people than I can reach because they have different experiences or different ways of explaining things. Like I'm not a perfect teacher, as I'm sure you know. I'm not a perfect teacher. I'm not a perfect uh, leader. I'm not a perfect anything. There's there's gaps that I'm missing that other people can fill in that God has raised up to fill in. And so that's why I want a community so we can see that happen so this can be a fruitful ministry uh, when it's all said and done. But, um, yeah, so let's just kind of talk about some of the things God's been doing this week in my life and, and just kind of, this will be a variety, kind of a variety episode, but man, so I've got this book called Atomic Habits by James Clear that I'd listened to a sermon, uh, I think it was early January of 2019 that Craig Groeschel gave at Life Church when I was attending out there in Western Arkansas and he had mentioned this and and the title of that sermon series was habits. And it was such a powerful sermon series. I had a buddy um, in Kentucky who's in ministry, who's, who's actually a, uh, one of the community pastors at a church out in Louisville that he, uh, he listened to and he said, man, that just changed my life. And so I highly recommend go listen to that, that sermon series again, habits by life church, Craig Groeschel, um, you'll be able to find it on YouTube or wherever. Um, but it, man, it, it's so good. But he mentioned in that in that uh, in that sermon series about this book called Atomic Habits. That was one of the one of the few books that he mentioned that really kind of has impacted him in a major way and helped him put forth uh, some strong habits that have been able to set him up to be effective and to be efficient and to really step into his potential. Um, and and I've started, I've only read the intro and two chapters, and it is so good. It's it's so simple, really. It's like it's not like anything like crazy deep or, or super groundbreaking necessarily, but it's, it's so impactful. And when you hear it, it feels groundbreaking. When you hear it, it feels deep, even though it's very simple. But man, I, and I'm so excited to get through the rest of it because I'm I'm kind of addicted to this book. I'm like every moment I'm trying to read it, read it, read it because I just started reading it. I guess yesterday, yeah, I think it was yesterday, maybe the day before. But um, man, it is it's awesome, and and it's something for me that I really do suck at habits. I have terrible habits. Um, I have so many things that I want to accomplish, so many things that I want to do that it becomes this intangible, uh, not intangible, but unreachable, unattainable goal, really, that all these things that I'm wanting to do, it's like, man, you can't do all those things. 
and and I really kind of shoot myself in the foot by the way I talk to myself. Like, ah, but you're not that type of person. But you're not that. You can't really do that. Um, and, I mean, even to the point of this podcast, like, it took me forever to get into it because I'm like, I'm not a podcaster. I'm not super wise. I'm not super... Uh, I don't have a ton of information that I can just pull from. What if I don't have enough content for each and every week? Like, what am I going to do? And... And so that has just been really, really a good book to kind of help get me started on small things, atomic, like Adam, like small individual building blocks that have a huge uh, impact and have a huge change on your life. And but it's those small things. And so I think for for me that this book is gonna it has been is gonna continue to be something that helps me be able to accomplish some of those, not just goals, but, but help me become who I want to be essentially help me become the type of person that I want to, I want to see myself be. And, and when I look back in 30, 40 years, you know, Lord willing, if he gives me that many years, when I look back, I can say, man, I'm so happy I started that. I'm so happy that I started doing that. And, and I'm, I'm pleased with how it's turned out. And so that book has been crazy helpful so far. Also something that has really kind of um, impacted me pretty heavily is seeing the spiritual growth uh, in my dad. And I know he's listening. He listens to this every week. Um, So dad talking straight to you like it has been awesome seeing what God has done in your life um, over these past couple months. Um. It's, it's really impacted me in a powerful way and has really motivated me and and got and really given me hope in in what God can do and who God can do it in um, and so man it, it's just been really cool kind of seeing how passionate he's getting how bold he's getting with sharing the gospel to certain people and how how bold he's getting in his prayer life and how he's Everything that he kind of talks about, it all is Christ-centered, and it, and it leads and it points back to Christ, which is something that I never really saw in him growing up. And so this is something that is just crazy impactful to me, and it really encourages me and my wife. Um, we talk about it often, and, and it, it's very, very exciting. And man, so I, I think, I think for that man, just like you never know who God is going to convict. Stay diligent in your walk with the Lord. Stay diligent. Stay pursuing Him. Take those steps. Find a community that will help you take those steps and and saturate yourself in Christ in all that you do and everything that you say, do, and think. Make sure that Jesus is kind of leading that. And mainly, well, that, but mainly pray as well like pray along the entire journey pray for people that that God puts on your heart and even if it's just like a, a little holy spirit ping you know that he he gives you somebody it's just a thought during a prayer time or maybe you're just sitting there on your phone or whatever and and somebody just comes to mind pray about that person just you don't have to have some big ornate crazy gaudy prayer it can be very simple god I don't know why you put so-and-so on my mind, but I just lift them up right now and pray that you will uh, 
you'll do something in their life, Lord, that will bring them closer to you. If they're not in a relationship with you, that will bring them into one. And, you know, if, if they are, something that will bring them closer. But just, I mean, be in prayer because you never know who God is going to use you to impact. But he also, you never know who he is already kind of setting seeds in and who he's already, the, the soil that he's already been, then that he's been uh, making nutritious so that when you do plant a seed or when you see seeds planted, like you can watch certain flowers grow in amazing ways, but you just have to know where to look. And what I would say is just look around. Don't be so inward focused. Don't be focused at yourself. God's doing this all over the place to people all around you. Just keep your eyes open. Just keep your eyes open. He's already working in certain people. And maybe you can be that person who feeds and waters that plant. Um, or maybe maybe you're somebody who just gets to watch alongside, really, which would be a really cool thing as well. So you never know. Stay hopeful. Keep praying. Don't let up. And I know that speaking to somebody right now is that don't let up. Have hope that this person can change and that God will do a mighty work in them and just keep praying for them. Um, and then do whatever acts you can do to reflect Christ to them. That's another, that's another big point. But so man, yeah, we got, we got the atomic habits and we've got my dad. We also have what has, has probably kind of gotten me, uh, really processing the Bible in different ways the most is I know I've been talking about the Bible project. I've been listening to the Bible project for a long time, right? Avid listener, avid podcast listener, avid YouTube watcher. But man, I'm telling you this series about how to read the letters of the Bible or the epistles, the the series in the podcast is crazy. It's like, you know, episode 201 to 205 or something, I think. But go check it out. It, it will really make you rethink Scripture and how to read certain things. And it doesn't just stop at the letters and the epistles, but it really makes you think about the rest of the Bible um, in different ways. But, man, they, the Bible Project also, my wife texted me yesterday, which got me so pumped. They came out with a, um, a new new project, I guess, the, a new Bible project project called Classroom. And I'll just kind of give you the the about that was on there. Uh, I guess it's Facebook. I don't know. It's something that she sent me. It says, have you heard about Classroom, our new learning platform where we offer free online graduate level theology classes? We've been hard at work on this project and we're excited to announce a new class available on our Classroom beta. Heaven and Earth, Genesis 1, and the narrative world of the Bible. And I watched, or I participated in that classroom. You can just go, again, it's free. It's so easy. Uh, you can just go to BibleProject.com and I think and backslash uh, classroom. I think it's backslash. Maybe it's a forward slash. I think it's a backslash. It's the one that starts at the bottom left and goes to the top right. I never know. I always get those confused. But anyways, um, and I'm telling you, I just did the mini class. I didn't even do the full class yet. But the mini class, it, took, it takes like 30 minutes, maybe 45. And um, 
oh my gosh, it is, it'll blow your mind how amazing the Bible is. It starts about, the mini class talks about the Garden of Eden. But, and I'm not going to spoil it because I really want you to go dive into it. I really challenge you to go do that. Thebibleproject.com backslash or forward slash whatever uh, classroom. Holy cow, it is crazy. And my bad, it's not the Bible Project. It's just bibleproject.com backslash classroom. Um, but man, I'm telling you, it'll blow your mind. And it's again, it's in its beta version, so you may have some glitches. There may be some errors that pop up. Mine did it throughout as I was watching the lesson. Um, but but I'm telling you, you'll it'll be so fruitful for you, and it'll help you really get excited about the Bible, which is what my open book's supposed to do. And if open book is doing it, fabulous. Uh, I, I'm excited. If it's not, then definitely go watch this because I want you to be excited about reading the Bible. And even if it is, even if the open book is exciting you and getting you motivated to read the Bible, watch this because it'll really open open the gates even that much more. So, man, I'm telling you, just the Bible is so cool, y'all. There are so many layers to it, and for somebody to say it's just something some some people wrote, there's not one book that in the history of the world ever written that has this many layers to it, that has this many cross-references and hyperlinks to it, that has this many just amazing truths that none of them contradict one another. And again, it's written by over 40 authors in however many countries across three continents over 1,500 years. Like, there's no way that this wasn't written by God and inspired by God. Like, y'all, the Bible's so cool. I pray that you'll dive into it. Um, But also, my Deuteronomy study has gotten me so pumped up about God and how mighty and powerful He is, right? And how how important it is for us as believers and as um, his, you know, inherited and spiritually inherited uh, Jerusalem, Israel, that, that we obey his commands and that we follow in his way and that we can trust him because he is in control and he is sovereign and there's no God like our God. Like he is so powerful. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. He is the God of gods in that instance. If He is the only God, the one true God, the one who is over it all, the one who's in control over it all, the one who created everything, the one who is in everything and through everything and all things are in Him or made, made in Him and through Him and for Him. And if, if that's the case, we can trust him so much. And, and I've, I've mentioned it before, but if, if God is love and God is sovereign, then all we have to do is trust and obey. Because if God is in control over everything and he works all things out for the good of those who love him, then why would we ever do anything but trust and obey him? He's in control of it all and he's working it out for, for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So let's love him. Let's, and, and how do we show love? Well, Jesus said, I know that you love me if you obey my commands. Back to the basics, simple, just be obedient. Because if you truly love somebody, you're going to do what they want you to do. You're going to do what they ask you because they're not doing it maliciously. 
they're doing it for your sake. They're doing it for your good, just like me with with Moses. Moses, he was getting uh, close to our lamp, and he was about to pull it over on himself. The other day, I was like, no, 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 step away. Moses, come here, come here. And again, he's not even eight months yet, so he doesn't fully understand what what I'm talking about. But I'm like, hey, no, no, no. And so he'll kind of like look at me, and I just want him to know I'm doing this for you. Like, don't. You're going to hurt yourself. You're really going to get hurt. Walk away. Or don't walk away. You can't walk yet. <laughs> but crawl away. Slide away. Army crawl away. It'll be fine. Just trust me. And if he keeps shaking it, then I have to go over there and get him. But, man, why won't we just listen? I love Moses. You know, I, I care for him. I'm going to work all things out to the best of my ability. I'm not sovereign and perfect like God is, but I'm going to work it out to the best of my ability for the, for his good so that he can grow. So sometimes that means challenges. Like we had mentioned in the, in the James Bible study, those challenges and those trials help you grow. So sometimes I'm going to allow him to work for it a little bit. Sometimes I'm going to allow him to go through some trials. I'm not going to make it cushion easy because that's not love either. If you make it too easy, then really you're you're just... You're kind of being selfish in that case because you don't want them to feel a certain way. And so you would rather just do it yourself. And so you're, you're falling back on what you would want instead of what is best for them. So that's kind of a selfish act. So sometimes I'm going to allow him to struggle through things, but hoping the entire time that he'll trust me and know that I'm, I'm wanting what's best for him, that I'm not abandoning him, that I'm not going to hurt him or trying to just, you know, make him cry because I want him to cry. Like when he's sleeping at night and he wakes up crying, sometimes I have to just lay there. As hard as it is for me, I have to just lay there so that he will be able to self-comfort himself back to sleep. Because if I go and I just pick him up every time and we feed him or whatever, then he's going to get so reliant that every time he's, he's uncomfortable, he's going to just want us to comfort him. He's going to want us to pick him up and feed him or whatever, and he's not going to be able to, what, which what is, is, is what is best, which is what is best, um, he's not going to be able to just go back to sleep. And babies wake up throughout the night. Like that's what happens. We wake up throughout the night, all, all throughout the night. We just don't sometimes recognize it because we're so used to being able to just put ourselves back to sleep. But that's what we need him to do. That's what he needs to do. It's best for him. And so sometimes I'm, I'm going to let him cry a little bit. And I know he's like, oh, I can't trust God because he's not there when I cry. He is there when you cry. Just sometimes he lets you cry a little bit so that you can grow and so that you can realize this is something that he is in control over but going to let you struggle through in order to grow you in maturity. And so, man, there's just so – and so the Deuteronomy is so much about that as well, so much about – this is what I brought you out of. Remember what I brought you out of. Remember what um, I've, I've done for you. Don't, please don't forget it. And it's Moses telling all these people, again, Moses couldn't go into the promised land. So as he's sending the Israelites over, he's just really hitting them in the head with, don't stray, don't stray, don't stray. Trust in the Lord. He's done all this for us. And you all have strayed this entire, the entire 40 years I've led you out of the, de- led you through the desert. You all have really struggled, and I have to keep going back for you and repenting so that he doesn't destroy you. And so I really don't want him to destroy you guys, so just please be obedient and trust him. 
And so he's saying that over and over again and reminding them what God's done for them. And then he's giving them, reminding them of their commands. And then he's giving them some new commands of how to do things in the promised land. And, but he's like, but, but just trust it. Just trust it. You don't get it. You're not going to understand it fully. But just trust it and be obedient to it. Because I promise he is sovereign. I promise you that he loves you. And he's going to work this all out for you. It's, it's kind of the heart of what he's saying here. So, man, Deuteronomy is awesome. And the Bible Project's awesome. And this Atomic Habits book is awesome. And my dad is awesome. Like, because God is awesome, my dad is awesome, I should say. But, man, it's just been awesome. This whole, and I, and I, I, I know I'm using the word awesome over and over again. It's just, I'm excited. God is doing some amazing stuff through my wife at the hospital. Um, she's a surgery resident at one of the hospitals up here in the Detroit area. I'm not going to get too specific because that gets creepy. But, <laughs> um, uh, and she is just killing it. And I've been really blown away with how, how, how well she's she's taken this kind of sleep depri- deprivation. She's working eighty hours a week um, of hard work, of l- very laborious or laborious. I don't know what the word is there, but very rigorous work. I mean, she's up all the time. She's having to really process things through her mind and 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 help patients who are sick and help patients who are having issues. But it's not just that. There's also politics at the hospital. There's also other people that she has to um, defer to, and it, it gets difficult. But she has been a trooper, and it's been really cool to see, and, and I'm excited to continue to see what happens um, throughout the next, throughout the rest of the five years. So, man, and, and just things have been good. Things have been really, really good, and I'm super excited. Um, I'm not saying this to kind of like rub it in your face or anything, but I'm saying this to say there have been times where it's not been good, where I've been a little more stressed out, where I've been so many question marks. Literally, you know, six months ago, I had so many question marks. I didn't know where we were going to live. I didn't know what job I was going to have. I didn't know if you go back eight months ago, you know, or not. Or, yeah, eight months ago, I didn't know what the gender of my child was going to be because we waited until uh, we had the baby before we uh, found out the gender we wanted to be surprised that way so there was a, po- a point where I had so many question marks and like major life question marks um, that were happening within the next you know three quarters of a year but and, and it was kind of stressful it kind of got to me a little bit and, and I, I'll be honest I kind of backslid I didn't trust the Lord like I should. I didn't dive into his word like I should. And so now God is bringing me back to that. And it's really exciting is really what I'm trying to say. So if you're in that position as well, I pray that you will just press into him that in your confusion, in your concern, in your worrying and and not fully knowing where he's at or why you're not as close as you once were to him. I pray that that will lead you closer to him, that that will make you trust fall into him. Because once you trust fall, then that's when you can tr- you know for a fact you can trust that person, right? And so it's the same thing. Trust fall into God, because I promise you He's going to be there for you. I promise you that He is there for you currently, and is just wanting you to rest, wanting you to Shabbat, right? Is wanting you to just relax and and rest in Him, complete rest and relaxation, and just enjoy 
who he is. Enjoy his person. And if you're struggling with sin, same thing. Rest in him. He is, he, he is not mad at you. He is mad that you won't just trust him. And, and he has freed you from this. He's, he came to earth. He took off his garments, his heavenly garments, and stepped off his throne to come to earth to become a, a lowly human, then lived a perfect life, walked among people who hated him to die on the cross for you to be, to, to be united with him in heaven and eternity, but not just that, but so that you can have present freedom right now, freedom from sin, freedom from the enslavement and shackles that it puts on you. And we have that, that we don't have to keep asking for forgiveness, that Jesus already forgave us those 2,000 years ago. The door is open of the prison cell. We just have to trust him enough to grab his hand as he pulls us out of that prison cell. And we, we can walk with him. But our comforts oftentimes make us want to go back into that prison cell because it's, it's what we know. It's everything that we know. And I, and I implore and beg you to, to just step out. Step out and rest in him. He's, he wants you to have a life of abundance. Now, it doesn't mean an abundance of things. That just means an abundance of life, an abundance of love and joy and peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, the fruit of the Spirit. He wants that in abundance for you. And He will give it to you in abundance. It's a promise. And God keeps His promises. He will give it to you. You just have to trust Him. And so, again, scatterbrained. I know I'm all over the place. This was more just kind of a vent session for me to kind of get this in a positive vent session to get this out. Because I know what God is teaching me, God is also wanting to teach somebody listening to this podcast. And so if you know anybody who would love to hear this, please send this to them. Um, tag them on our our uh, our Facebook page, Pedestal Facebook page, and just have them listen to this because I'm, this is... There's some good points here that I know God is wanting to speak to you through because these are things that have really kind of got me fired up this past week that God's already spoken to me that I'm just reflecting reflecting to you guys. So, man, I'm excited. I love you guys so daggone much. Um, Make sure you go like and subscribe our Facebook page. I post um, different uh, photos and quotes and then I've We've got a blog there uh, that we'll we'll do more often. I'm actually thinking about starting. I'm going to start it. I just don't know when I'm going to start it exactly, but starting a um, kind of Father Lesson Friday uh, each and every week that, that God has really shown me that God is like a father to us, right? He is our Father. He is our Heavenly Father. And so similarly, the lessons that I'm learning as a father that I'm, I'm noticing in my son, kind of like I mentioned about the lamp earlier, that that God is, has those same feelings for us. That's what that's why parenthood's so cool and beautiful because it helps us to see through God's lens just a little bit. And and so there's going to be some lessons that I'm going to be putting on there on the Facebook page that I probably won't be sharing on the podcast. So make sure you go and like and subscribe to the Facebook page. And if you enjoy this podcast, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your podcast app so that you are updated every time a new episode comes out. Um, So love you guys so much. Much love. God bless. And talk to you next week.